This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. In March this year, a groundbreaking new book throwing new light on the Holocaust in Lithuania appeared, titled Our People Discovering Lithuanians' Hidden Holocaust. It was co-written, it is co-written by veteran Nazi hunter Dr. Ephraim Zlorov and Ruta van Gaita a descendant of Lithuanian perpetrators of wartime atrocities against Jews. The authors will be in conversation on a webinar hosted by the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center this coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. Dr. Zurab um, joins me now to tell me more. Dr. Zurab, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you. Dr. Zurab, it's an interesting new book because for once we have collaborators and victims joining each other. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the history of the book? Well, the uh, first time that I met Ruta Vanagaita was in 2015 when uh, she had received a grant to teach Lithuanian non-Jewish, non-Jewish Lithuanian children of, of junior high and high school age about uh, Judaism and Jewish history and uh, this was motivated by her discovery uh, shortly before that, that her relatives had been involved, two relatives, a grandfather and her aunt's husband had been involved in the persecution of Jews. And this was something that shocked her and pained her. And she was looking for a way to atone for those crimes. Now, she realized that growing up in Lithuania, she knew absolutely nothing about Jews. And as a result, this this what prompted her to start this program called Being a Jew. And she got a grant from the European Union to do it. And it was also done in uh, Slovakia, in Czech Republic, and, and Romania. And as part of the grant, they demanded, the EU were you know, obligated her to also do a conference on Holocaust education. Now, she had no idea who she should invite because she, she never dealt with the subject. So she went to the people in Lithuania who have been dealing with this, and uh, they said, you can invite anyone you want except for two people, Ephraim Zurov and David Katz. Now, I don't know, David Katz was a, a someone, he's a renowned Yiddish scholar who has been teaching in Lithuania for many years. Uh, but when the Lithuanian government uh, started a campaign to try and prosecute Jewish partisans who had saved their lives by joining the partisans to prosecute them for war crimes, he became very involved in politics. He was, as a result, he was fired from Vilna University. Um, and uh, he still, he lives in Vilna and he has website called DefendingHistory.com, which deals with this whole issue of Holocaust distortion. But in any event, Ruta is a bit of an iconoclast. And all she had to hear was, don't invite those two people. And she, of course, invited us. Now, I I couldn't come to participate in her conference because I had already committed to lectures in the United States. This is around the time of Yom HaShoah in 2015. But a month before that, I went to protest against the neo-Nazi march in Vilna. And I said to myself, you know what, well, I'm really curious to see who this woman is. She invited me to speak in Lithuania. I hadn't been invited to speak in Lithuania for 25 years. I'm more or less persona non grata there. Not officially, but in effect. 
So I met her and uh, we started talking and she told me that her, her relatives were involved in persecuting Jews. And I, I was absolutely in shock. I'd been coming to Lithuania dozens of times on my efforts to convince them to prosecute uh, Lithuanian Nazi collaborators, and no one had ever told me that their family had been involved. And given the huge number of Lithuanian collaborators, I'm sure I must have met people whose families were involved, but they never said a word. In any event, um, at this point in time, we had basically run out of suspects to bring to justice. So the whole issue basically moved from the courtroom, from prosecution to education, and it became a fight over the narrative. In other words, what was the narrative of the Holocaust in in Lithuania? So there were several uh, contentious issues. One was the extent of Lithuanian collaboration, just how many Lithuanians participated. Two, was there attacks by Lithuanians against Jews even before the Nazis arrived, which there were in some 40 different places, and the Lithuanians, of course, denied but um and also the the efforts by Lithuanians to uh create a false symmetry between communist crimes and Nazi crimes and their efforts to glor- and their efforts to glorify some of the people who fought against the Soviets after World War II despite the fact that these people had participated in Holocaust crimes which in theory should have disqualified them from becoming national heroes and the final point was their efforts to uh, convince Europe that there should be a joint Memorial Day for all the victims of totalitarian regimes, in other words, communism and Nazism. And, of course, that would make uh, Holocaust Memorial Day, International Holocaust Memorial Day, totally superfluous. So those those were the issues. And all of a sudden, I meet this woman, and it turns out she's either the most popular she was the most popular author in Lithuania, or certainly one of the most popular authors in Lithuania. The book that she wrote before the book on the Shoah had sold 50,000 copies in a country of less than two and a half million people. So I said to myself, and she's an ethnic Lithuanian. She's not Jewish. She has no axe to grind. If anything, she has, she, she's embarrassed about her family, right? Maybe if the message comes from Ruta, not necessarily from me, a Brooklyn boy with a Brooklyn accent uh, coming from Jerusalem with a kippah on his head. Maybe that's not such a good idea. Maybe it should come from Ruta. So we discussed this, and we talked about different ideas, and we ultimately agreed on a mission. thought maybe two dozen. It turned out to be 40 different Holocaust mass graves. Not only in Lithuania, by the way. There was a Lithuanian unit that was sent to Belarus, to murder Jews, they murdered 20,000 Jews in the years 41, 42 primarily. And um, we went there as well. We, we went to five of the places out of the 15 places where they had murdered the Jewish community. By the way, there's not a single word in Belarus to indicate that the murderers were Lithuanians. In any event, um, we went from place to place. It was 40 days altogether. It wasn't consecutive, thank God. I mean, it would have been impossible to do it. Uh, every day we saw two or three, you know, at least one, two or three mass graves, Holocaust mass graves, except Shabbat, of course. And it was heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. And we taped our conversations as we went from place to place. 
And the issues were the identity of the killers, the motivation of the killers, the role of anti-Semitism, the question of alienation between Jews and Lithuanians. Um, and these were the issues, and this is a big part of the book. And the book also includes research that Ruta did uh, in the archives of the KGB. That's that's where she found the transcripts of the records of the post-war uh, Soviet trials of Lithuanian Nazi collaborators. And she found some amazing stuff. She focused on three elements of Lithuanian society. One was the political leadership. Two was the local administration. They were in charge of all the logistics for the murders. Now, people have to remember a couple of facts. One is that 96.4% of the Jews living under the Nazi occupation of Lithuania were murdered. 90% of them right near their homes and by shooting. Personal murder. Not gas chambers. Not gas veins. And something that I learned after the book was published, which is an amazing statistic, there were less than 1,000 Germans in Lithuania during the Nazi occupation. So 212,000 out of the 220,000 Jews who lived under the Nazi occupation in, in the area that was Lithuania then were murdered. You can imagine how many Lithuanians were involved. There were places where it was only Lithuanians. There were places where the only Germans there were photographing, filming, not shooting. And there were places where uh, Nazis from Germany and Austria, together with Lithuanians, carried out the murders. From what I understand, um, Dr. Zaroff, Rita now lives in Israel because she's no longer welcome in Lithuania. Is that correct? At the moment, she's in Lithuania, but uh, uh, she, she's lived in Israel for three and a half years. And the two of you will be talking at a webinar hosted by the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center. So it will be yourself and Ruta. What are you going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about our experiences on the trip. We're going to be talking about how this whole co- cooperation, I don't like the word collaboration. <laughs> That's a bad word for me. Uh, how this cooperation uh, was created and what it's meant. And also about what happened uh, to Ruta. I mean, I was always a very hated figure in Lithuania. By the way, in Lithuanian, the Lithuanian edition of the book, my name is not on the book. In other words, I'm in the book quite, you know, prominently, but my name was not on the cover lest people not buy the book because, you know, it's uh, Zuraf. So, but in all the other editions, it's on the book. This is already the sixth language, by the way. English is the sixth language. It's come out in Polish, Hebrew, Russian, Swedish, Lithuanian. Now English is coming out in Ukrainian. It's coming out in Japanese. And we hope that there'll be many more uh, editions. Uh, do you think Ruth's courage in coming out and speaking out will in- encourage other descendants of perpetrators to do the same, Dr. Zero? That was our hope. But by the way, it's not only a question of what the descendants of the perpetrators will do. It's a question of what Lithuanian society will do. We hoped that that book will create a a veritable revolution in terms of how Lithuanians understand what happened. Now, after the book was published, one of the very heartwarming and um, encouraging things that took place was when a monument was dedicated to the martyrs of the Shoah in a town called Molotai in northeast Lithuania, ironically not far from where my grandfather was born. Um, 
uh, normally to an event like this, you would have maybe 50 people came. Some, some Jews from Lithuania, some Jews living outside Lithuania whose origins were Molotai, and the people from the town who were involved in organizing the march. 3,000 people showed up there to that march. And we marched from the center of town, from the site of the main synagogue in Molotai, in Malat, in Yiddish, uh, to the site of the mass murder, which ironically was not in a forest. Almost every single murder site in Lithuania nearby the shtetls where Jews lived. In this case, it was actually on the outskirts of town. Now, part of this was the efforts of a um, playwright named Marius Vaskevichus, who was born in Molotai after the war. He wrote two op-eds in the most important uh, portal, news portal, most influential portal, Delphi, one was called The Curse of the Jews, in which he said, "If we, until we face the truth, we'll never be able to get out from under the shadow of the Shoah and what happened. And the second one was, <laughs> the title was, I am not a Jew. And he wrote, I'm not a Jew, but I want to honor the memory of my parents, as he was born in Molotai, my parents' neighbors, peace-loving, law-abiding Lithuanian citizens whose only crime was that they were Jewish. And it was unbelievable. So this, we hope, would really, you know, uh, obviously this was a, a sign that the message had been received. But what happened afterwards was that, first of all, Ruta was very harshly treated when she criticized the initiative to honor one of the post, uh, you know, one of the anti-Soviet fighters whose, uh, she had read his file in the KGB archives and she knew that his past was quite questionable. It wasn't clear that he had actually killed anybody during the Shoah, and that wasn't her point even. But um, when when she questioned the initiative to devote 2018 to honoring him, so the next day her publisher announced that they're severing relations with her, taking all her books, 27,000 books, out of the bookstores. And now they're stuck in a garage in Vilna somewhere. And they, originally they said they were going to turn them into toilet paper. But then they, they, she sued to get the books back and she got the books back, but, but no one, no one wants to sell them for her. So, and, and the father of Lithuanian independence, a man named Vital Taslansbergis, he wrote an op-ed in the same Delphi, most influential, most popular website, basically, um, telling Ruta, that she should, uh, now that she's betrayed the country, why doesn't she go commit suicide? So that was sufficient to get it to convince her time to leave Lithuania. Dr. Zorov, thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's absolutely fascinating story, and I'm sure the webinar on Tuesday evening is going to be absolutely awesome. Of course, you are going to be talking together with Ruta. Um, I clearly didn't pronounce the name correctly. Dr. Zorov and Ruta, you. You're welcome. Thank you, Sharice.